If that means nothing, reflect then upon the more magical one of Annie Oakley. The world moves swiftly enough that the heroine of one generation may be, to a certain degree at least, forgotten in the next. So was it with Annie Oakley in the broad sense. There is at hand a clipping from a news syndicate written a few months before her death by Will Rogers, which emphasizes this phase of things rather acutely. It is in a far different style from the comedian's daily quips, a touch of sentiment instead of the usual jest. This is a good story about a little woman that all the older generation remember. She was the reigning sensation of America and Europe during the heyday of Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. She was their star. Her picture was on more billboards than a modern Gloria Swanson. It was Annie Oakley, the greatest woman rifle shot the world has ever produced. Nobody took her place. There was only one. She is bedridden from an automobile accident a few years ago. She for years taught the fashionable people at Pinehurst, North Carolina, to shoot. America is worshipping at the feet of Raquel Meller, the Spanish lady. Europe talked the same of Annie Oakley in her day. I want you to write her all you who remember her, and those that can, go and see her. Her address is 706 Lexington Avenue, Dayton, Ohio. She will be a lesson to you. She is a greater character than she was a rifle shot. Circuses have produced the cleanest living class of people in America today, and Annie Oakley's name, her lovable traits, her thoughtful consideration of others, will live as a mark for any woman to shoot at. In a pile of letters, clippings, and old pictures, I found the answer to the tribute of Will Rogers as I compiled the material for this book. Annie Oakley gave up her fight for life a few months after the squib concerning her appeared. In the effects, which remained to be called over by a biographer, were packet upon packet of letters from every part of the world, which had gone forward to her in response to the appeal of the cowboy comedian. Most of these were genuine tributes from persons who had known her in other days, from men and women who remembered the greatest thrill of childhood, that day, in fact, when the Wild West show had come to town and they had formed a part of the big audience which had gathered to witness the stalwart Buffalo Bill introduce his congress of rough riders of the world and see Annie Oakley, little sure shot as the Indian warrior sitting bull had called her, performed the feats of marksmanship which had made her name worldwide. Others were from persons who had never heard of her and never seen her, genuine epistles of cheer and of sympathy. Then there was a type which was entirely different. These were from individuals who never forget self. In writing with the ostensible idea of cheering one who fought against the idleness of incapacity, particularly galling to one who ever has known activity and the outdoors, they had accomplished that cheering process by dilating upon their own troubles. Still others had hinted at monetary misfortunes, and more had been perfectly frank in their statement that they wished Miss Annie Oakley every happiness, and would Miss Oakley please remember that there were others in the world who were unfortunate, especially the writer. Any amount no matter how small or large, would be appreciated by return mail. 
This biographer procured quite an insight into the true nature of the woman the world knew as Annie Oakley as a result of those letters. Not from the epistles themselves, it is true. It came from a single word written by a hand now still across the face of each begging epistle. Answered. How much money those answers contained is a matter which Annie Oakley knew and no one else. That was one of her habits. Some way it was remindful of another figure of prominence in the days when Annie Oakley's name was a matter of great import. One rainy night, Colonel William Frederick Cody, Buffalo Bill, and myself were walking across the soggy circus lot of a little town in Texas. Times and conditions had changed for Buffalo Bill. No longer was he the head of the organization which he had known when Annie Oakley was his feminine star, and such persons as Queen Victoria sent personal messages to the tents of the two exponents of the West with a request for a private audience.